MSW Media. News was swearing. Daily beans, daily beans, daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Wednesday, August 14th, 2019. Today, updates on Jeffrey Epstein, Trump guts the Endangered Species Act, McGahn responds to Nadler, the Craig trial, the big dick toilet salesman is back, and suits are filed to block Trump's new immigration policy. I'm your host, A.G., and with me today is Jordan Coburn. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. How are you? I am so good. Excellent. How are you? Good. You look good. You feel good. Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, Not because I felt you. I was just assuming. Yes, yes, yes. Aside from the crippling, you know, infrastructure of morality around us, everything's great. Yes. Aside from dodging the fire hose of news. Yes. That is never ending. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, I, I'm glad that you're here. And I, I want to also thank our patrons and let you guys know that we have now opened up a second meet and greet uh, for the San Francisco show, which is August. The show is August 30th because our meet and greet, the VIP meet and greet at the venue at the night of the show sold out in like an hour. So we have a second one now uh, and it's at a super secret location, but it's a really, really rad place. And it's going to be on August 29th at 5 p.m. The, the, the day before, the Thursday before. And we're going to send the link out to patrons to purchase tickets on Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific time, the 15th of August. So you'll get that link first, and then the public will get the link on Friday, uh, August 16th. So you will have an opportunity. And if you're going to the meet and greet, you can go to this one too. Tickets are 30 bucks. And if you, if, you, if, you, if you aren't, you just have to buy a ticket to the main show to be able to make it into the meet and greet. All the information will be in the link uh, that we'll put out. So anyway, we just wanted to open that up for, for y'all that got shut out of that uh, of the meet and greet at the venue because it sold out so fast. So thank you so much, though, for being so vehemently into a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we appreciate it. And it really is truly like the funnest time. So there will be cocktails. Yes. Fear, fear not. Or at least wine and beer. I don't know. I don't know what their license is. It's, a, it's a, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, it'll be good. Whatever it is, there, there will be booze of some sort. I had a friend send me a photo of our flyer in a window to my girlfriend uh, who is dating that person. This is all irrelevant to the story. The point is someone saw our flyer, (laughs) which is exciting. Nice. In San Francisco? So they're promoting it. Yay. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah. I am glad. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be be a rad show. Um, uh, Steph Miller is joining us. Oh, God. She's the best. I know. And then I have a super secret interview guest that maybe or maybe not might join us or might not. I've texted him. He hasn't texted me back yet. But I I guarantee you it's absolutely fantastic. And you won't want to miss it. So we will see you there August 30th. We have a lot of news to get to today. So let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right, so we reported yesterday that Trump has a new immigration policy that we call give me your tired, you're poor, but not too poor. Uh, And you think I'm kidding, but Ken Cuccinelli, the head of Trump's Citizenship and Immigration Services, tweaked that poem today to say, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free who can stand on their own two feet and will not become a public charge. Oh, my God. Uh, a public charge is somebody who's considered a financial burden to the United States government. 
Well, uh, right as Trump issued that policy that basically allows the administration to refuse residency and green cards and visas to anyone that has been or might be on public assistance like food stamps, Section 8 and Medicaid, we put beans on swift legal action and that just happened. So the city and county of San Francisco and the county of Santa Clara are challenging the, the Department of Homeland Security on the basis that Trump's new rule redefines what it means to be um, a charge or a burden on society the public charge, and that violates current statutes. Mm -hmm. That's their whole thing. So that's what's going on with that. Do they realize that Trump would be kicked out of the country if that were the case? <laughs> He's the biggest financial burden. <laughs> He's a walking bankruptcy-inducing burden. Yeah, at the very least, Melania's family, right? Yeah. How much do we pay for them, that secret service and, and all that? I mean, that, that's a big, gigantic financial burden. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so a, a lot of people wouldn't make wouldn't a lot of Americans wouldn't meet those standards. Yeah, and it's just it's unbelievable. That and is so terrifying and scary, though. And one of these steps that's like if things actually get really, really, really bad, we're going to look back on it and be like, yep. Yep. That was one of the things they did. Yeah, that was one, <laughs> that of, the was one fucking of the flags. tyrannical steps that we all were just like, just another Tuesday. Yeah, and Amanda brought up yesterday. Uh, Amanda was on the pod and she talked about um, this is a actual slippery slope it's not like a you know if you let uh, gays marry then yeah. you'll marry your dogs kind of slippery slope this is a literal actual not literal actual slippery slope mm -hmm. that they could start saying if you get if you're on the exchange on the affordable care act exchange and you receive a subsidy for your health care that could be considered a government benefit right you're a public charge uh, and and just all the things that you start to think about about how we benefit from the government could be added at any time just on a whim. So, yeah. and, and I'm sure it would be completely targeted at people of color. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. So, it's a good thing that. we don't consider poems to be official legal documents. I know, right? <laughs> but he, to he totally wants to change it. So, yeah. <clears throat> Cuccinelli, you're a dick. Uh, also this week, alongside the new racist legal immigration restriction rule, the Trump administration released sweeping regulations that gut the Endangered Species Act because. Let's kill puppies. I don't know. The, <laughs> the Department of the Interior, which is responsible for our national parks and land and protected land, uh, is now headed by a fossil fuel lobbyist. We knew this. And, and the Department of Commerce, Wilbur Roth, um, took a red pen to the Endan Endangered Species Act regulations, limiting the designation of protected land that endangered species need to survive. So habitat loss is one of the greatest con uh, contributors to extinction and biodiversity. And the new rules also roll back automatic protection for species on the brink of becoming endangered. Before, if they were on the brink of becoming endangered, they were automatically protected. And this will most certainly lead to exploitation by fossil fuel companies. To Because you remember, like, back in the day, I remember when uh, I was in college, it was the spotted owl. Uh, and there was a certain frog. And they were endangered up in the... Washington, the Pacific Northwest, and so loggers and, and companies were like mad that they couldn't fell forests because of these the frogs or whatever. They're like fucking owls, who gives a <laughs> shit? You frogs, know? gay frogs, <laughs> right? Okay. Alex Jones style. Yep. Um, but yeah, so th th this is something that we've had in place for a really long time, and it's it's been really important. They've saved ninety nine percent of the species that they protect in uh, in the Endangered Species Act, and they're gutting it. I think mm -hmm. maybe he's mad at that bald eagle that took a bite out of him during that <laughs> oh commercial. God. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he's what sitting there. What a wise there. eagle. He's sitting there eating his taco bowl at his desk, right, or whatever, because he loves Mexicans. And there's a bald <laughs> eagle sitting on his desk on a perch, right, and they're going to do a picture of the, the bald eagle in Trump Tower with the, I don't know. 
And the, and he like <laughs> he goes to like hey like bald eagle beak or something. He's like hey bald eagle, and the eagle's like ah! and like flaps him <laughs> and like gives him the swan treatment. If you know what I mean. Oh my god! It, it was and ever that's just gone viral since that happened. What and, was he eating? Taco Bell? Uh, no, I don't know what no. he was eating. But I I said a taco bowl because he did that that one time. Like uh, look, yes, I love so. Mexicans. I'm having a taco bowl yes. on Air Force One or whatever. Oh my god! What an idiot! What a douche. They're just sad because puppies make people's hearts soft, and that's all us liberals are. Yeah, that's exactly. This is a a very deep, deep propaganda. Puppies are not endangered, but you know. That's a good fact check. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I figured we'd get at least one email. Uh, You guys, you guys, uh, puppies are not uh, on the endangered species. Puppies are almost chronically endangered, though, because they they always grow up. And they're no longer puppies. Damn it. They are endangered. (laughs) Yep. Always, oh, they can't always stay young forever. Mm. Yeah. Well, once all of their freaking toxic wastelands fueled by the fossil fuel energy uh, industries start to really pop up, you know, in, in more in mass, there'll be new creatures just breeding out of those grounds that they can work to uh, sustain. Do you remember on a special episode of Saved by the Bell uh, when they were going to put oil rigs? In, in the school and everyone seemed to be cool with it until the duck got covered in oil. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the duck. If you do, that's good trivia. Send it to us. Yeah. Tips <laughs> at thedailybeanspod.com. Mm-hmm. Is it? No, wait. We took the the out, didn't we? Oh, nice. Tips at dailybeanspod.com. Good call. Send that to us if you know the name of the duck that got covered in oil when the lobbyists came in and <laughs> the fossil fuel industry came in to put oil derricks on a high school uh, campus. Weird. Uh, Very weird. <laughs> that was an that was a, an extra special episode. Zach was Zach had a heart in that episode because usually he's just kind of a a, a rapey douche. So. <laughs> a rapey du- We've just assigned him the <laughs> rapey characteristic. <laughs> he just looks like him. <laughs> yeah, no, he does. His shenanigans were just to get his dick wet on oh, all the yeah. time. Yeah. Like it was just it saved by the you know. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> trip down memory lane. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see what else we have. Trump backed off his tariffs again. Oh, shocker. Boosting the stock market. Shocker. Again. Uh-oh. I'm so surprised. Uh, making me question again if he's buying and selling based on these empty tariff Seriously. threats and subsequent Fed rate cuts that he gets to swindle out of the out of the Fed chair that doesn't have an economics degree. Yay. And I really, really hope, and I've said this multiple times, that crew or somebody is looking into his and mm-hmm. his families and his friends and Wilbur Ross's more specifically stock sales and stock sell like buy and sell habits around the announcement of these tariffs, the withdrawal of the tariffs, you know, tanks the stock market and then it goes shooting yeah. up again. And then before it goes shooting up again, the Fed uh, lowers interest rates, which helps boost the stock yeah it's all big bullshit game yeah him and his team have truly crafted an entire plan to just attack all of these points of weaknesses within the system that you could alter in a way that you can put under the guise of some other more legitimate reason quote unquote and then benefit yeah in another way that's yeah which i guess is Look just the tax really code politics pretty much all around nowadays unfortunately but 100 yes. percent, it's like more and more becoming that way elizabeth warren has a plan for that yeah um, and a t-shirt. <clears throat> yes. I've seen it. It's good. And if you text, I can't remember. You, sh- Joe? <laughs> Joe to 033030. No, uh, y- you can get updates on her dog, Bailey. She doesn't send out nearly enough, but mm-hmm. she'll send you, she'll text you photos of Bailey. Yeah. Bailey's like, hey, I'm Bailey. I'm out on the campaign trail with my mom. <laughs> and it's just the most adorable thing I've ever seen. That's uh, true. She doesn't send that much. Cory Booker sends me like 10 emails a day. 
E. Warren, if you're listening. Elizabeth Warren, if you're listening, I need more photos of your dog. Okay. I need (coughs) more emails. (laughs) More text of of Bailey, please. Uh, Let's see, guys. Matthew fucking Whitaker is back in the news. Uh, Hot tub crime machine, big dick toilet salesman, sweaty thumb, whatever you want to call him. Uh, A Justice Department official has said that because of an administrative error, air quotes, no one vetted Whitaker's financial disclosure forms from nearly a year um, for nearly a year while he served as Sessions chief of staff. No one vetted his financial forms. This is not surprising considering the reports that we did for Mueller, she wrote, on the OPP, the Office of Presidential Personnel, mm-hmm. the, being 12 dudes named Chet playing quarters and icing each other after taking rips off a nine-foot graphics bong named Shibanka, mm-hmm. that office. Um, this administrative error for failure to vet his financial forms comes from information the Department of Justice uh, filed last month in a court fight over access to records about Whitaker's appointment. So somebody poked for records of Whitaker, and they're like, oh, look at this. We didn't look at these financial forms back then a year and a half ago. Um, so this new filing depicts a last-minute scramble to get Sweaty Thumbs compliant with the federal ethics rules and adds to the giant pile of unanswered questions about the Trump administration's ethical compliance and his appointment in the first place. And when they finally read the forms a year later, they found them to be incomplete. Right. And this was a huge surprise considering his big dick toilet scheme and all of his other fraudulent behaviors before. <laughs> we joked on uh, Mueller, she wrote about, you can imagine how much prison wine he can make in a big dick toilet. Because that was one of his products, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, not not marketed as such, but it was like, Patent. it was supposed to be some like <laughs> patent-venting yeah. big dick toilet. Yeah. It was, what was it? What did he say was the purpose he of it? He said it was for well-endowed men, so you're- Oh my so God, if it you was sat, actually so big s- dick toilet. I so if you sat on the toilet, your dick wouldn't dip into the water. But we know really oh what's happening is it's for God, old dudes' balls yes. that are saggy. Oh, that's right. It's but that just doesn't back. have the same marketing, uh, you know. Yeah. Pizzazz. Yeah. Balls just don't. They Dangly, don't sell. Drifting ball toilet. <laughs> <laughs> balls dipped in toilet water d- don't sell. You ever been balls deep in your septic water? <laughs> <laughs> now we well. need to make a commercial for big dick toilets. Yeah. Oh um, my God! That's right, big dick toilet wine. That was going to be the toilets in the jail. That, yep, that <laughs> he could make he could make so much to- uh, toilet wine with his big dick. Sometimes we say like in inside jokes so much I forget their exact origin. <laughs> yeah, I remember the essence of what it all was. It's funny, but, but what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's good to go down dick lane. <laughs> <laughs> in through the dick forest. <laughs> I know what that was. <laughs> Not either, but I'm sure it exists in some porn. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, also today, let's see. Greg Craig's trial is now delayed because his lawyers are objecting to the secrecy that surrounded the jury selection on Monday. So they have to start from scratch. Ju- mm-hmm. Judge Jackson was like, "So you want me to start all over?" And Craig's lawyers were like, "Yep." So I think they're starting all over. So it might get delayed for another couple days. So just giving you an update on that. And all right. And Don McGahn is filing to ask the courts to randomly assign his case to a judge instead of having his case be related to the grand jury filing that Nadler made earlier in the month, which would automatically assign McGahn to that judge. Bad news for McGahn, when Nadler filed the grand jury request, he stated he needed the grand jury materials to properly question McGahn. So they're intrinsically linked, and I'm pretty sure the judge is going to deny this request. Uh, The judge in the grand jury case, by the way, is Beryl Howell. Um, Beryl Howell upheld Mueller's constitutionality against Roger Stone associate Andrew Miller in that case, that subpoena case Mm -hmm. that Mueller won. And uh, Beryl Howell is also the judge in the secret company from Country A case, which we still haven't heard any updates on. When will we know? I don't know. But well, sorry, McGann. Yeah. 
the secret company from country A is some bank that's trying to resist VTB a subpoena or <clears throat> VTB VEB I think it could be the Cutter Investment Authority we've all been guessing on it uh, go back and listen to Mueller she wrote from the 80s and, and it'll come oh wait no just last year <laughs> from the 80s it seems like forever ago yeah uh, alright guys we'll be right back with uh, a bunch of Epstein news hey it's AG and I want to tell you about Third Love my new favorite bra I love them so much. I replaced every single one of my bras with Third Love. Not only do they use measurements from 12 million real women to design the perfect fit, but they're really into size inclusivity. They have bands that range from 30 to 48 inches, and they fit the cup size on at least 20 different women with different body types and breast shapes. And for larger sizes, they add premium touches like um, wider straps for comfort, more substantial hook and eye closures. And, and they're tested on hundreds and loved by millions. And while other brands charge more for larger sizes, all of Third Love's bras cost the same. No matter the size, you'll get your perfect fit. All cost the same. So hop online, take the Fit Finder quiz. Less than 60 seconds, you'll find your perfect fitting bra. Then you can wash it, wear it for 60 days. If it's not the right fit, you can return it or exchange it for free. And Third Love will wash it and donate it to a person in need, which is so awesome. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. It is the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. And they help women in need. So seriously, my new favorite company and the best fitting bra I've ever owned. Third Love knows there's a perfect fit for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash dailybeans to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash dailybeans for 15% off today. All right, guys, welcome back. It's time to talk about new stuff popping up in the Epstein case. First, the Sun Sentinel reported that four women and unnamed others have asked a U.S. District Judge, Kenneth Mara, to rescind the part of Epstein's sweetheart deal that provided immunity for Epstein's co-conspirators. Uh, this is the same judge that found Acosta's deal violated the law. He broke, mm-hmm. he broke the Victims' Crimes mm-hmm. Rights Act by, by not advising the victims of the deal that was on the table. That's a law. Um, these uh, survivors argue that Epstein's death moots the non-prosecution agreement and prosecutors should be able to go after Epstein, uh, Epstein's co-conspirators. Uh, they also want a public hearing so that the survivors can have a day in court uh, saying, quote, because Epstein is now dead, there will never be a criminal trial to hold him accountable. Accordingly, the victims will never witness his public trial uh, where the facts connected to sexual abuse will be fully aired. That would be so interesting to see. And there would be virtually no objections, I imagine, unless Epstein's lawyer would still be present and try to, like, save his name no, or something. I, I, maybe but, to, maybe a, a, an estate lawyer yeah. to defend the estate, but the person's not there. Right. So um, I know that's, like, half as cathartic as it would be for him to be there. Mm-hmm. And, but, and there's been sort of hintings that the co-conspirator should be prepared um, I think that uh, Gisley or G- Gillane, G- G- oh, Gillane, 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 Maxwell, Gillane Maxwell. That's Wait, isn't it Gislane? Yeah, but it's it's pronounced. It's pronounced. <laughs> I just realized how fucked yeah. up that name. <laughs> it might as well be Gislane. Um, that's I. That is how I've said her name every single us too. time. I've, we've been calling her Gislane forever. <laughs> this is the first time. I Honestly, I think, think that's a metric of my maturity as a person I that I haven't. <laughs> thought of that till just now if the condom fits <laughs> uh i think we should call her just lane but it's it's Ghislaine. she's been missing oh, they're looking for her god. so oh my god yeah, we'll see how it goes but put Jesus her on your fantasy Christ. indictment draft uh but i agree i don't think i think if uh, you had a non-prosecution agreement that like protected your co-conspirators and you die i don't think your co-conspirators are protected anymore I, at least they shouldn't be in a in a deal that was found to be illegal at least right 
I have no idea if this legal reasoning is on point or not, but I would imagine if the case itself has to, if all charges have to be dropped against someone because they died, then I imagine any legal documents in which he's involved, unless it directly, uh, I guess, if he's the main person. But the old charges aren't dropped. Mm. It's the new charges that are dropped. And then this new case. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's an interesting legal question. Um, But they're they're asking the court. Yeah, I wonder why these new ones would be dropped but the old ones would not be because it's just because he served time for the old he served time for the old ones served time done quote hey you know yeah come on jail is hard yeah okay okay yeah that's true Mm. that was sarcasm yes yeah (laughs) but uh, i'm interested to see how the legal battle turns out on this i'm going to do a little more reading on exactly the 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 premises that they're basing this legal argument on right exactly yeah like what are the death laws yeah, I mean, I don't know that dying would do it, but I think having an illegal prosecution agreement would do it. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that it was found that that broke the law, and this judge who's who they're asking is the one who decided and determined that it broke the law. Um, I think he might rule beans on this. I think he might rule that the non-prosecution agreement is invalid because the pros- because the deal, uh, the plea deal, or the cooperation agreement was. Um, illegal in the mm-hmm. first place so it has no standing that's what i think he'll say yeah hopefully i'm right uh and this and is the one that acosta brokered <clears throat> yeah 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 that's the deal mm-hmm. it's the one where he said his co-conspirators had total immunity yeah like jizz lane um <laughs> according to the new york times epstein's opaque finances could become a focal point for investigators understanding his finances could shed light on how he operated a long-running sex trafficking operation if he had any help who he had help from and who will receive his remaining assets. Um, The story, uh, buried at the end of the article, New York Times style, is that two of Epstein, they do this. They fucking put this like 80 fucking page article that takes 20 minutes to read. I always just scroll right to the end and go, where's the story? Because that's where New York Times puts it. They'd be like the worst personal trainer. They bury the lead. put all your hard shit right at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Your brain is dead Uh, So anyway, it's buried at the end of this article. It says two of Epstein's longtime attorneys that were involved in some of his trusts and companies and, you know, overseas money movement in New York and the Virgin Islands named Darren Indyke and Jeffrey Shantz. Indyke and Shantz. They have both recently hired criminal attorneys. So I would add them to your fantasy indictment draft if Mm -hmm. I were you. So I've I've got their names here so we can look it up on Sunday when we do the fantasy indictment league. Yes. The nature of a ring is that there are many, many points that it uh, has to pass through, right? To, to connect everything together. So there's got to be... So, exactly. <laughs> so, so many freaking people that mm-hmm. would be implicated, especially in all of the money that's involved, like you said, to keep something like that under wraps for so long. Yeah, and it kind of makes you wonder why Trump is so angry about having Mazars turn over his finances or Deutsche Bank, which is where Epstein banked too. Um, read that article, though. It's it's really interesting. There's the, 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 all sorts of money moving around. They've they've been able to trace some of it, um, not to specific sources, but you know, just all, all of a sudden, fifty six million dollars would show up in Epstein's account from Deutsche Bank. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. eighty eight million dollars would show up in the Virgin Islands. At, you know, and then there's all this uh, money movement. And these two lawyers, uh, Indyke and Chance, are the ones who um, oversaw a lot of that, and mm-hmm. they just hired criminal attorneys criminal defense lawyers i was thinking about this with dershowitz it too it's like people think of lawyers as being immune i think a lot in the sense or at least uh 
you know, they think that they're too intelligent to crime with their client or along with their client. But then we have Michael Cohen, who is a, a clear, <laughs> clear example of how <laughs> that is not the case. Mm. So it is it, it's surprising to me how much people don't have beans on Dershowitz right now, considering or or like other people, other attorneys that were involved with any of them at any point. Yeah, because Brody. Yeah, your client, you always know more or less what your client's end game is. That's how you're able to craft what the best approach is to keep, like, to protect them. Yep. So, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of attorneys, I'm sure, are probably going to start hiring criminal defense attorneys. Yeah, when your lawyers are hiring lawyers, uh, you're in the Trump administration. Yeah. Um, Also, uh, Epstein's death was posted on 4chan about 40 minutes before officials announced it, according to Raw Story. And authorities at the FDNY are looking into whether it was one of their EMS employees that made the post. Uh, quote, don't ask me how I know. Don't ask me how I know. But Epstein died an hour ago from hanging cardiac arrest. Screen cap this. Um, his avatar is Pepe the Frog, clearly a white what supremacist. What the hell is this freaking Pepe trend, dude? <laughs> it's all white. Well, that's their thing. They like the frogs. Oh, um, my God. Pepe specifically. I think Pepe, the guy sued and won. Uh, the thread included the the poster detailing a breakdown of resuscitation procedures, so it seemed legit. And everyone's freaking out about this. To me, it just sounds like one of the EMTs or EMS guys, first responders, put, tweeted out, is, is, is a racist, and tweeted out to his buddies on 4chan uh, that he know Epstein died before, because 40 minutes, 38 minutes later, ABC announced it. Um, so... This isn't like the body swap, you know, van, oh, military yeah. van conspiracy. Just stop, you guys. It's not 99.999%. That did not happen. I'm still looking into, I think somebody is now saying the rumors that Bill Barr visited the prison uh, a week before um, Epstein died by suicide. I'm still trying to verify that. So, you know, there's just so many rumors going around. Let's just stick to these facts. Um, yeah. An e- a racist EMT tweeted that, he tried to resuscitate. He knows that he knew Epstein was dead before the news yeah, got, I before feel, it was officially announced. Yeah, I feel which like, violates HIPAA, by the way. Yes, totally. And also, the news from that should be that there's a racist EMT. Yeah, that's the he news. You should probably get him out of there, or and, her. And here's my other question. I mean, I guess how is it not a HIPAA violation for the the prison to announce that he's dead by name? Like, I don't know. I guess that's okay. That's weird. Yeah. Exceptions, I suppose. For all these conspiracy theorists, too, I'm just thinking you go throughout our entire American history and all of the crazy conspiracy theories that come out. How many times have any of those even come close to being proven right? Zero times. It's because the deep state keeps suppressing it, dude. That's true. You're just making yourself crazy, dude. The globe heads, man. They're yeah. all coming after us. They're, they they want to make their round earth money. Yeah. It's really uh, rounder, the stupid rounder. Yeah, it's truly. Uh, I was at, we were at that um, two comedians, a doctor and a flat earther, and also happened to be comics. We're having a debate about the flat earth, and somebody said, "You are so alone on this. There, there can't be." He's like, and he actually said, "No, there are flat earthers all around the globe." <laughs> he did say that. And I'm, that is not a hack joke. That really fucking happened. And I have it on tape somewhere. It was amazing. Yeah, that's great. The only thing is they would say, well, yes, because it's a flat disc. So you could say around the flat circle disc. Oh, but he said globe. Oh, he's, oh, the globe yeah, part. Yeah, it was the globe part. I was fixating on the around part <laughs> like a fool. <laughs> Circumference <laughs> defeated. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> Your argument is that's invalid. That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. What a turd. I do believe that they are also everywhere, though, like <clears throat> Trump supporters before the election. The thing that made me sad was they have a dog. Flat and Earthers have a dog as their mascot. No, this oh. Flat Earther had a dog. Oh, <laughs> it was at the thing. Golden Retriever, very cute. I just oh, imagine no. the dog walking around the house like fucking a. Yeah, he's like they don't take me out on walks. They're afraid I'm just gonna fall off. Even I know, guys. <laughs> I'm a dog. Like that would be a fun show. A dog that belongs to two flat earthers. Yeah. I could think we could write that comedy. Or like the one where dogs are playing poker, but they're like spinning, <laughs> s- spinning a globe in like an old, an old mm. room with a clock. Well, <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Most dogs know that the, that the earth is flat, right? But so there's a, there's a conspiracy group of, of round earther dogs. And that's them. Yeah. And this one happens to live with a couple of flat mm-hmm. earthers. And they sneak out at night and they meet in a basement somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll write it. We're going to script it. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, guys, the warden of the prison has been reassigned where Epstein died. And two staffers responsible for monitoring his unit have been placed on leave. And only one of those two staffers was even a correctional officer. The other was a substitute. And officials have not said what the substitute job, what their nor- like their usual job was. But sometimes they bring in like teachers and EMT guys and whatever to like, you know, temporary contract fill these jobs. Um, so one of them wasn't even a full fledged correctional officer, and neither checked on him for hours prior to his apparent death by suicide. So mm. Bill Barr is very upset and angry about what went on in something that he's completely responsible for. Mm-hmm. Asshole. Yeah, it would not be surprising. I mean, everyone's like, he should have been checked on, he should have been checked on, and it's yes, that's true, he should have been, but I know this point has been brought up a lot, but I think it's very true. There are so many people that are not checked on, they're not monitored, they are not taken care of like they should be in the jail and prison system. That is just like a definitive characteristic of how shit works right now. Yeah, but he's Epstein. I feel like that's the one guy. And then, but also to your point, 30 minutes is plenty of time to kill yourself. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he shouldn't have been in the shoe without his cellmate with access to materials that he could fashion a noose out of. Right. Number one. Right. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of negligence, like you said. Yeah, totally. Just the amount of negligence is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and again, I don't know if it was. Uh, oh, I'm look over here. I'm gonna turn a blind eye and nothing to see here. Everyone, please disperse. We're not gonna check on you for the next three hours, Mr. Epstein. Mm-hmm. Or if it was just you know. A substitute who didn't know and wasn't told and the other guy was on overtime for his sixth night in a row and was tired and forgot. Like, I don't I literally yeah. don't know if it was just negligence or some sort of conspiracy, right. you know. I mean, Epstein's high profile, but in terms of the crimes he's committed, I'm sure they have people in there that have done similarly awful things, if not worse things like, you well, know, they kept all terrorism alive. and stuff. Yeah. So... Um, and I don't mean to say worse. I'm not ready to make a moral judgment on that. That's a whole sure. philosophical conversation. <laughs> but but egregious crimes against humanity. Yeah, agreed. Uh, all right, guys, that's the Epstein News. We'll be right back with hashtags. Stick around. So with this fire hose of news that comes at us 24-7, well-being is important, and nothing is more important to well-being than a good night's sleep. Uh, I was having a lot of trouble sleeping with the insane news cycle, the warming planet. I can't sleep when I'm hot. Uh, and sleeping on a terrible mattress is the last thing you need. So I got Helix, and Helix has a sleep quiz that takes just two minutes to complete. It matches your body type and your sleep preferences to find your perfect mattress for you. Uh, Whether you're a side sleeper, which I am, or a hot sleeper, which I am, or if you prefer soft or firm, I like firm, 
Uh, with Helix, there's no more confusion, no more compromising, uh, except for your partner, because F them. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but you can get, it, you, it matches your exact needs and your exact lifestyle. And Helix Sleep was awarded the number one best overall mattress of 2019 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Just go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will deliver the best sleep of your life. And they have a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you totally will. Uh, Helix is offering up to $125 off all mattress orders for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash dailybeans. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash dailybeans for up to $125 off. You'll be glad you did. All right, guys, welcome back. It's time to see what's trending. Hashtag. I'm going to begin this with a quote from John Oliver, who said, quote, Look, we all know how much Trump struggles to do the bare minimum of being a president, but it is still genuinely shocking how much he struggles to do the bare minimum of being a fucking person. Uh, Monday marked the two-year anniversary of the deadly Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. And, uh, you know, both sides, good people and fine people mm-hmm. on both sides. And now trending on Twitter is hashtag Trump is a white supremacist. Um, from kicking people of color out of him and his father's buildings to castigating the Central Park Five to birtherism to Mexicans are rapists to limiting legal immigration to concentration camps at the border, family separation, the Muslim ban, calling Nazis very fine people, uh, referencing shithole countries, calling Baltimore a rat and rodent infested city that no human being would want to live in from referring to black journalists as low IQ and lazy. It is super clear that Trump is a white supremacist. Um, The Washington Post reports that Trump is vexed by this branding crisis of his own making, uh, and he's really angry about it. He's been lashing out to private aides and people around him in recent days. So help him out with that. Head to social media. Keep it trending. Hashtag Trump is a white supremacist. I hope it does make him mad, and then he can prove it to all of us that he's not. That would be an appropriate response to yeah. like a big nuh-uh just yeah. of rights the op- for people. The opposite that would is be great. The opposite's likely true. He'll probably just totally prove that he 100 percent is. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, um, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to our patrons for being patrons. Uh, just a quick note, guys. I wanted to end on this. Uh, Antonio Bosco, his wife of 22 years, Margie, was murdered in El Paso and says he has no other family. So he's inviting everyone who wants to come to attend his wife's services in El Paso. It's this Friday, August 16th at 5 p.m. at the Purchase Funeral Home Northeast. So check that out. I think it would be really nice or send send a letter or something because damn it. Yeah. I think that would just be a feel good uh, thing that we could all do for this man. Yeah. and, And his wife. That was um. That's really brave of him to be so vulnerable like that to accept that he's alone and isolated in this, and to bring people in to mourn with him. Yeah, I I want him to not feel alone. Yeah. So I have a feeling there's going to be a hugely overwhelmingly large turnout, and it's going <clears throat> to hopefully make him feel like a part of a family and something. Something that he can have here and lean on here, I guess, and amidst the most horrifying, pointedly targeted, racist, like the saddest way that someone that you love could die. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. And you guys are not alone either. We're all family. So please keep that in mind and please take care of each other and take care of yourselves. I've been AG. I've been Jordan Coburn. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is produced by AG, featuring Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn, and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazell and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager is Sarah Lee Steiner, and our merchandising manager is Sarah Hirschberger Valencia. 
Fact-checking and research by A.G. Jalisa Johnson and Jordan Coburn, with executive assistance by Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is dailybeanspod.com.